Welcome to OOBG Radio, the leading destination for the best sports and betting analysis, presented by your hosts, John, Jordan, Dave, and Brian. Welcome to the OOBG podcast for this week. Uh, we are down one man today as Dave, our uh, usual announcer, is possibly dying somewhere. <laughs> so you're stuck with me. That was Matt. I'm Jordan, and this is um, Brian. And we <laughs> welcome to a th- special Thanksgiving edition of our podcast. Yep, we and, all have our turkey in front of us. And we got uh, division rivalry week, really. Some good games going on right there. In I both football, college. we're going to go through each of them. We're going to talk about picks. We're going to talk about line value. Um, Brian also has some things to say. Maybe. Haven't decided if I'm going to talk much this episode. I mean, it went well for us last week. Damn. Well, savage. Damn. Mm. Well, let's get right to it, all right? Um, first game? Oh, we're going right into it. All right. Chicago, Detroit. Chicago minus four. Detroit is at home. How did you like the way guys, uh, Detroit played against Carolina the other day? Like I said last week, they're good at home, man. You can't really count them out when they're playing on their home turf. But yeah. I I honestly thought Carolina would have done better. So did I. Carolina's dropped two straight. But this isn't about Carolina. We're talking about Detroit. And, well, yeah. We are and talking about good Detroit. At, they're good at home, right? They're, very good at home. They're strong. They're, they're strong very at home. weak at wide receiver. They're weak on defense. But somehow, I mean, it's like the Matt Stafford show there. Yeah, Matt Stafford just pulls the game together. No running game to speak of, really. No. Karen Johnson. It really just sucked to be a, a fan in general at this yeah, point. It's, it's, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, at this point, forever. <laughs> this no, year. this is actually, like, in like if you look at the grand scheme of history, like a pretty good year for the Lions. This is true. And I do like this game, and I think that they actually have a th- solid shot. In I mean, the game. Lions are at 4-6. and six. They're in last place in their division. Um, <laughs> Bears are 7-3. and three. They're in first place in the division. Just beat Minnesota. Just beat Minnesota, which was a great game, by the yep. way. Chicago looks good, man. They Chicago look good. has the fifth best chance to win the Super Bowl right now, according to odds. I don't wow. think they'll get that really far. Sad year. Yeah. Sad They're state in of the affairs NFC, in the NFL. The NFC is weak this year, though. The NFC is strong this year. The AFC is weak. I think the the NFC is weak. Minnesota, Chicago, Detroit. Um, who else is in there? Uh, the Saints. The Saints in the NFC. Yes, the Rams, Vikings, Vikings, Giants. Oh wait, no oh, wait. Anyway, <laughs> so what do we like here, guys? I actually think you guys are both on the the Bears, Chicago. I would definitely take the Bears here. I think four is far too few points. Trubisky's playing really well now. He is. He is. I mean, second year quarterback. They put a lot of weapons around him. Uh, I like how Nagy is running that offense. Uh, Burton, the move tight end, they're getting him a little bit more into play. He's using all those different weapons, wide receivers. Uh, I really like all of the the motion they use. They roll Trubisky out. He runs really, really well. And we haven't even talked about that defense, which is the strength of their team. Yeah, it is, it is their they team. They finally got a good defense again. Khalil Mack is the most dominant defensive player in the league, maybe aside from Aaron Donald. Yeah, I got to go with Donald on that, but they're right there. I don't. I've seen Mac just control games. That that opening game against Green Bay was incredible to watch. It was, he, and he was playing angry, and he was making a point, and he made his point. I think he's played angry all season, though. I mean, I guess you kind of have to if you're a football player, huh? Uh, it's kind of in their blood. Not, not a whole lot of like, "Oops, sorry's going on in the field. Right. Duh, <laughs> Bears. Uh, actually, I'm on the Lions in this one. 
Are you? Shocker. Yeah. Uh, Bears are on a really short turnaround. That's true. And uh, I believe the Lions are 3-0 and as home underdogs against the spread. That's I'm going to take the stat. Lions, too, because I love them on Thanksgiving. Every year they seem to do pretty cool things on Thanksgiving. That's true. That's true. I'm going to stick with Chicago here, so I guess we're split. All but right. uh, I actually really like we're not, that game. We're not split because yeah, it's two be against one. Start the day off. That's not exactly a split. Okay. Okay, Brian. <laughs> but you're a Lions fan, so you don't. I don't. I'm a Lions fan, but I don't always take the Lions. Last week I took Carolina. Should have taken the Lions, but I took yeah, Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next game: Redskins, Cowboys. All right. Damn, I can't. Redskins seven and a half. Seven we are and at half. seven. We're at seven right now? We are at seven. It started at seven and a half. That is true. I don't like the the amount of points Dallas is getting against Washington. I think Washington is much stronger than what the points say. Well, it's too many points in a division rivalry, but who's going to quarterback for them? They just picked up Mark oh, Sanchez. Oh, I forgot Alex Smith broke his leg. That was gruesome, Ooh. by the way. Yeah. Really I mean, gruesome. I feel bad for the Did you Redskins. hear about that, though? Uh, Alex Smith broke his leg in yeah. the same exact spot on the same yard line on the same week. No, as Thiesman back in the day. 33 years to the day. 33 years Joe to the Thiesman day. Joe broke his leg. And he was in the stands, too. Yeah, he was watching. Crazy. Not nearly as gruesome, though. But apparently it was the same injury. He broke both his tibia and fibia. And that ended his career. Yep. He was a, quite a bit older, I believe. But yes. I, no, they were actually well, he was the same age. older. Yeah. Was he? Yep. I guess Alex but, Smith is older than I think he is. But medicine's come a lot further from there. I do not by any means think this will be the end of Alex Smith. And I just feel really bad for the Redskins, like I was saying. I think so many injuries. They're a really good team, like especially in that division. They should be competitive. They're winning that division right now. Right now, but at Colt six McCoy and four, with Colt McCoy at the helm, they got Dallas right behind them at five and five. This game really matters. That is absolutely true. Yes, it most certainly does. Uh, I don't think it matters. Enough. I forgot that Alex Smith got injured this weekend. So actually, the point spread does make a lot more sense right, right. now. It makes sense. I still think it's too many points. I don't. I just do. It, it's also a short turnaround. But seven points in a division rivalry. Yeah, I guess it's about right. Who do you got? Uh, I'm going to take Dallas on this one, actually. I yeah. really like how Dallas's wide receiver core is coming together now that they added Cooper. Yeah, I mean, yeah they look good. Cooper, they look... You got Gallup. They got Beasley. Uh, the tight ends is kind of kind of showing. Making well, up I mean, they're a team a that doesn't bit. need to really use their tight end too much, which is fine. Uh, Zeke's always going to be Zeke. Um, yeah, and he's going to run all over this defense. And we didn't think their their um, defense was going to be that good, but they're they're good. They're rushing the passer. They're getting there. Good enough. They're good enough, especially in a rather weak division that they're in extremely weak division that they're in extremely weak so um yeah i got right. dallas you guys are both on dallas here yeah all right i'll take I washington just, just because of the points i'd take dallas on the money line really just the quarterback yeah. situation but that next game though that's a big point spread that new orleans versus spread. atlanta 13 points yeah, for new orleans it opened at 12 and it went up Jesus. Atlanta's not that bad. We're not talking Arizona or Oakland. Atlanta's here. offense is, Atlanta is good, road. but Atlanta's defense is trash. And they're way better in the dome. But, I mean, their defense was supposed to be good is the thing. They just had too many injuries. Well, last week their offense couldn't even pull anything together. They were just bad on both sides of the ball. Julio Jones looked pretty damn good. He Yeah, he became a defensive player. Do you see that? I that tackle that. he made? It was a fantastic he, play. He, it really uh, was a heads-up play. It would have, yeah, it would have been an interception. Uh, most I, likely, yes, one hundred percent. I like the guy caught it. But we're talking about another dome team here. 
So I don't think they're going to have the home field advantage that most people do against Atlanta. That's an excellent point. I still like New Orleans. I actually do like New Orleans on that spread there. New Orleans just looks too strong. Side bet? Side bet? Side bet? No. But the line's moving (laughs) because everybody's on New Orleans in this game. Yeah. Public money and sharp money. So because of that, I'm still going Atlanta. Myself as well. It's just too many points to give a good team a good Yeah, but we've said that week in and week out about one of the games, and we're always wrong. You're we're always wrong. wrong. No, 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 no. Somebody will be wrong in this game. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> Thanks, man. All right, let's go into the next game because uh, we were just talking about too many points. Let's talk about too few points. We got Jags minus three and a half at Buffalo. I actually think that point spread's just about right. Jags. Two, way Jags. too few points. I'll take Jacksonville all over this Buffalo team. I think the they Jags beat Pittsburgh this weekend. Yeah, but the Jags just don't. They're not impressing me this year. I, I mean, the one thing you can say about Buffalo is uh, if there's they one suck. strong part of their team, it's that run defense, and their front four is good. True. Well, we'll it's see. It's really strength against strength here. That is true. That is true. Because the Jags can't throw the ball, and Buffalo can't defend the pass. No. So they're just going to be running into each other over and over again. Uh, I do see um, Buffalo throwing quite a few interceptions there. I mean, Big Ben just did. That was an impressive comeback win. I oh, my God, 16 coming. to nothing. They came back and won at, what, 18 to 16 or something? Something like that, yeah. 19 to 16, maybe? That has to really, really hurt Jacksonville yeah. and their defense. I but mean. I think they come back. Bortles is the kind of guy who's a good snapback. Uh, he, he really does well after well, he doesn't to, used do well. To, used to losing, you know? Used to losing. Accustomed to losing. Accustomed to disappointment. And not last year. Last year, they they could have. They had a shot. They had a great shot. Jacksonville's not the team that they were last year. They aren't. They're 3-7 and seven in that division. Houston's winning it 7-3. to three. Colts looked really good last week. They're 5-5. Five and five. Tennessee looked good two weeks before that. Fell apart last week. Also 5-5. Five and five. It's a long way up for Jacksonville. And this is a must-win game for them. Not just win, but they need to make a statement here that they can compete. Yeah, I think this spread should be closer to a touchdown. I think that uh, they shrug off the Bills pretty easily here. I agree. Well, next game we got uh, Oakland versus Baltimore. Uh, Ravens are 11-point favorites in this game. That seems a little high, but Oakland is so trashed that I think it's just about right. I don't think it seems high. They they have... uh, the Ravens look quite good this weekend. I still with Lamar Oakland Jackson. Good last week though, but My against uh, Carol against the Cardinals. How can you say right. anyone looks good against the Cardinals? No, well, everyone looks good the against the Cardinals. Yeah, that's true. Cardinals look pretty good actually. Yeah, I mean it was a competitive game between two trash teams. Uh, I mean, Oakland's in the middle of a full rebuild. Obviously, they're not going to win two in a row. That might ruin their plans. Um, yeah, they can't. So, and the Ravens are still fighting for this one. I mean, they still believe. Uh, I did like what we saw out of the quarterback. Uh, how about Gus, the running back? I mean, where did Collins go, right? Right. Well, their whole running game was obviously changed greatly by having Lamar in there. Of course, but then they also times. started the people that he was used to starting around him, second mm-hmm. string with him. I don't know if we'll see that. Even once. RG3 lined up in the slot at one point. Awesome. I would like to see RG3 in there for a few snaps, actually, taking the ball, throwing it. You I mean, there, there's only so much running that the quarterback can do before he just gets lit up. You can't. Well, look, he's not going to run Alex 27 Smith, times. Right. As soon as Alex Smith broke his leg, I'm like, hmm, who has the best third-string quarterback that might be available? RG3. 
Is RG three back to the Redskins? Was he already the on question? the Redskins? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, but would him back to the Redskins on a cheap deal be two out of the question? When's to the keep trade? Your playoff hopes alive. When's well, the trade I think deadline? Would have done that. And I think that probably Baltimore might not want to give up RG three right now, considering the state of their quarterback situation. And well, the trade not, deadline already happened. Right. Sure. That's, That's what I thought. Consideration. Yeah. You know, <laughs> lots lots of things going on there. But <laughs> so let's get to this game. All right, Baltimore. What do we think here? Um, I actually like Baltimore on the spread. I can't trust Oakland really? against anything. Spread. Yeah, but Oakland's trash. I would say if Lamar Miller plays again, I like I like Baltimore in this game because Oakland's horrible at defending the run. I'll tell you one thing about the Ravens. They always play to the level of their opponent. They can play to the Steelers' level. Ugh. They can play to Jacksonville's level. I don't remember the last time I saw them beat somebody by 11. Anybody. They don't do that. They always, I mean, if Maybe it's the a Giants handy, Super Bowl back handy in the day. game, yeah, it's like <laughs> seven points. I mean, they got good defense. Um, 11's too many points. Yeah, that's tough. I don't know. I'd have to wait and see. It really depends on who starts at quarterback. And I'll say that if Flacco plays and this stays the same, that I would be on Oakland. But I would consider betting them at 11 with Lamar Miller plays. Really? really? No. You like You'd... Miller better than Flacco? With the way that the Raiders are set up right now, they cannot stop the run at all. Especially not a running quarterback. Especially not a running. Quarterback. I mean, uh, and they you could and if, and figure too. Like, I mean, if you got another week, things worked out quite well. You know, what if you get RG three involved? For that reason, though, I don't see the Ravens going back to Flacco. Why rush him in there? I agree with that totally. Yeah. So I guess we're all a little. How many years there. does Flacco have left? This might be his last year. Right. With this, with this team. I, that that might be true. I agree with that. What but about retirement? He's, uh, he's getting he's old. He's got another contract, two a three-year three. contract. Yeah. Two or three, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe go to Jacksonville or somewhere. Yeah, because Eli Manning's I don't think is coming back. He you would have been think? a good – I don't think so. I hope he doesn't. And I think he would have been a good candidate to go to a Jacksonville or somebody like that. So they're going to be looking for somebody like Flacco. I agree with that. I think that's a good spot for him to land. I don't think this is going to be Eli Manning's last year. It's just me. It better be. It's I'm so I don't sick think of it's seeing him Flacco's last year either. Yeah. I'd be willing to bet. It'd be, you know, it'd be one thing if if uh, Eli Manning was playing to the level of Joe Flacco, but Eli Manning is just, he just looks horrible. He has no gun vision. Shot. He's gun shy. He's been hit too much over the past. Yeah, couple they have years. a really bad line. Kind of fixing his line this year is yeah. better than it was. Next year it might gel a little more. I'm not going to look at it right now because I got all this other stuff open, but I bet if you looked at Eli Manning's stats on this season, you'd be surprised at how not bad they are. Mediocre, right? Yeah, especially yardage. And the thing is, and we'll get to this more in the Giants, I could see them going on a late-season run. They are. Winning, exactly. Yeah, they're 3-0 in the last or 2-0 in the last two. It's right. maddening as a Giants fan. You're just killing all their chances of getting a good pick, and like you're not – I mean, if they make the playoffs, God knows. Do you imagine? They started off terribly the year they won the Super Bowl. They're still playing terrible, but they're winning. But let's get back to the game. We've got Ravens and Oakland. And I think we all pretty much like Oakland because it's too many points, except Brian. Except Brian. So all the the smart kids in this class. We'll see who's smart at the end of the week. We will. I'm certain (laughs) of these. I'm taking notes. So I I hope you laid really heavy on your two wins last week. Yeah, those were tough. <laughs> All right, next game, Cardinals-Chargers. All right. We got an opening point spread at 12, which I do like. A lot of big point spreads this week, huh? I got it There's a lot. But last week, too, the last couple weeks, the the discrepancy between the good teams and the bad teams in the NFL are really starting to be different than it used to be. I mean. Yeah, you're right. And I think uh, there's the Bigger aspect than it of used to be. sort of giving up. 
too, which you have to take into consideration with these teams right now, or rebuilding, mm-hmm. going into a rebuilding phase a la Oakland. Arizona really played tough last week, though. I don't think they played that bad at all. I really like the, the new offensive coordinators getting David Johnson more involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think Fitz, uh, Fitzgerald's done. No. he's That guy is ageless. Yeah, no, he, and he, he still he's looks, all heart, and I don't think he'll let them just die, you know? Uh, Christian Kirk had a very good game, too. I like him. He did. Uh, he's going to be a good tool for them to use in the future. He was fantastic on A&M as a punt returner and as a receiver. I see him more as an outside guy. They were moving him around a lot, kind of using him in the slot. Yeah. Uh, but 12 points. Right. If, it, if that point spread moves down to, like, 11, I'll take it. But at 12, I'm going to take Arizona. All right, all right. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm getting a little uh, getting a little weary of taking all these favorites and double digits. I'm getting a little weary of taking all these away teams on Thanksgiving week. Yeah, which I've taken quite a few so far. I've taken um, the homes. I like the. I really liked the Chargers a couple weeks ago. They were right on the Chiefs' tail, and then last they, week they did horribly. And then they did horribly. But yeah, they looked good. Were they seven and three up until last week or something? Right. They were still having a great season, just no one was talking about them. Well, sure. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to really go with the Cardinals here as much as it pains me, and I'm sure I've already stated on this show that I wouldn't bet them. Yeah, the you've said that a couple of times, actually. But, uh, you know, this this points is too high. Their defense is uh, – their pass defense is actually very, high. very good. And as we all know, defense on the road is a sure bet. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could say that. Well, you, Jordan, what are you on this week? Chargers it's, Arizona. It's too many points, but at the same time, it's Arizona. Yeah, it's it's got to be Arizona. Yeah. It's got to be Arizona. I really like the Chargers, and actually, I'm shooting. I'm hoping we have an L A L A Super Bowl. I think the Chargers, top to bottom, might be the most talented team in the league, other than the Rams. There's so much talent in L A. It's ridiculous. And Rivers really deserves one before the end of his career. That which I agree he, with. Which I mean. I mean, he came in with that same class as Roethlisberger and Eli Manning. And Eli. I mean, you don't hear so much about him getting old because he's aging kind of gracefully. Well, actually. I mean, the Giants actually drafted him. They traded. Right. I mean, that's that they traded picks, I should say. Right. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Too many points, but I still Too have, to, many go. Points, I still have but, to go with the Cardinals. On but this. I like the, the, the Chargers to make a late run this season as well. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, next up, Steelers and the Broncos. Uh Let's see, Pittsburgh opened as three-point favorites. Right now, we are still at three points. Interesting. Which game we're, we're talking about? The Broncos, right? Broncos, yeah, Pittsburgh Broncos. It opened at three and a half, actually. Oh, now, you got now it. Now we're at three. Excuse me. That's um, what I had it as. I like the Steelers in this game. I think that they're going to be very upset. As you know, Philip Lin- Philip Lindsay had a game. He's fantastic. He's had quite a few good games this year. He's really good. I think we were all talking about Royce Freeman coming Royce into the Freeman season also. and how good he was mm-hmm. going to be. And uh, Lindsey's outshadowed him completely all season long. I like Pittsburgh here. So do I. Up and down. Yeah, it's not even. A, I don't really have to think about this much. Yeah, this Denver's like... looked good for the last couple of weeks. They also have a really good defense. It was nice seeing Nick Chubb come on this week. Mm-hmm. You know, and you got that Chubb opposite. Uh, Von Miller and their defense is looking very good. Yes. But I don't think they're as good as Jacksonville's defense is when they gelled last week and Pittsburgh was somehow able to overcome that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's always hard to lay points on the road like this. And you, like you said, Denver's defense is very good, but it's only three points. And uh, I think this line is an indication of what people 
saw in Pittsburgh this weekend and not really what they are. I think I don't see Sutton's coming on as much as they thought he would when they removed or when they trade Thomas at the deadline. Mm-hmm. You know, Emmanuel Sanders is awesome, right? Obviously. But on the other side, they thought Sutton, the rookie, would come up and just be the next big thing, and he hasn't really done that, and it's just one less weapon for Case Keenum, and Case Keenum needs his weapons. He does, absolutely. He's still a quarterback who's growing and needs uh, some – needs that faith in his tools. And he overuses his – um tight ends always has his whole career i don't think he has particularly good ones there in no, denver not right now no thomas thomas was the last good tight end they had and denver's always been I don't a reliant know. i think tight Bud end team. might be a good tight end if he can ever stay healthy well i actually uh, had him as i drafted him this season really yeah i had a high expectations for him to come out and have a fantastic because like i said the broncos are have always been a very tight end friendly system but that's hurt. one big dude yeah just lots of injuries there i definitely like pittsburgh and yet again i take another road team yep this is going to be an interesting uh, nail biting of a week huh uh this one not so much of a nail biter what about uh san francisco versus tampa bay tampa bay is actually favored by three and a half there tampa bay has looked bad and now since we got james winston again actually start. they just they just came they almost came back on they Sunday. did. He actually had a good. He threw two intercept or two uh, touchdowns. It's their their offense is the most confounding offense I've seen in years. It's really they should swap those guys out every series because they come in so hot and play so well and then fade out after a game or two. Yep. They should just rotate them every game. Well, they're they're on a four game losing streak right now. Um, I do think Winston is the better quarterback. As much as people like to talk about Fitzmagic, we know what we're getting in him. He's a gunslinger. He's old. Amazing rushing touchdown, though, this weekend. Did you see that? He took a shot, too. He has a lot of heart. He does. And you like that. You put a quarterback with a lot of heart on a team with a lot of weapons, and And he's not afraid to let it fly. Mike Evans did wonderful. Got Fantastic. 30 points in my fantasy league. Yeah, he was uh, MVP. He got me 32. Of, uh, in the first six weeks of the season. Two years ago, he was the most targeted wide receiver in the league. Now they just have too many weapons on that team. They're not utilizing him, obviously. Yeah. I don't know. I still like the Buccaneers here. I don't think uh, the 49ers are equipped to handle the kind of shootout that they're in for, no matter who starts I the agree. quarterback. Look, you put the Bucks in like the Cowboys division, and we might be talking about you know playoff chances or something. But yeah. in that division they are. They got the Saints, Panthers, and Falcons. I think all of them are a little bit ahead of the Bucks this year. Yeah. And Winston will help. You have to know what you have in him, too. So we'll see what happens. But um, but on the other side of it, we have San Francisco. San Francisco, yeah. I don't know. Like I said, I don't see them San being able Francisco. to hang with this offense. And, yeah, San Francisco – this looked pretty good the last couple of games. Sure, absolutely. I mean, they're kind of gelling once again. Way too many injuries. I had high hopes for San Francisco coming into the season. Yeah, a lot of people did. But what are you going to do? I mean, it's the name I of the game. I had high hopes for Oakland too, but sh- probably the biggest disappointment in my mind uh, to the point where I was considering putting money down on their future Super Bowl bet this season. And uh, good thing I didn't. Who? San Francisco? No, hell no, Oakland. <laughs> you thought Oakland was going to the Super Bowl? I considered putting some money on it. Yeah. That was before. The, <laughs> All right, let's move on. That was before the whole Mac situation went down. Based though. on what? Based on them picking up Joe John Gruden? 
no, like just, had, just coach. And I that's think that it? they had I mean, it, last season. They showed a lot of potential. They played well in a lot of really tough games. This was again before they let they let Mac go. Okay. Also, their talent is bottom half of the league. When they had Mac on that defense, the only good player on that defense was Mac. I think that was part of his frustration and why he wanted to be paid so much. Is either put me on a team that's you know going to do something or trade me? Are you going to finish something your like that? There? Yeah. All right, next game, uh, Giants versus the Eagles. Rivalry game right here, boys. This might be the first time in a decade where I don't give a shit about this game at all. What? You're a Giants, Giants fan. fan. I know. That's well, I saying. think the Eagles take this, and they cover the five-and-a-half spread. Uh, I don't know right now. We're at, actually, we're at six. Oh, right we're now, at six currently. now. <laughs> See, the Eagles have not looked very good. No. I think the Giants are starting to gel. I agree. I didn't think the Giants would be this bad going into camp. No, no. Okay. I didn't think Philadelphia would be this bad going into camp either. I the entire NFC be... East looks terrible. Exactly. And I thought both these teams were going to be good. The Giants supposedly were supposed to fix their offensive line. They've had to make some changes midseason. It's still kind of a injuries mess. Injuries again. Their defense is always riddled with injuries. But it's injury. playing better. Yes, they are. Their defense is playing better. Odell finally looks like the Better. player they paid him to be. Yep. Barkley looks like the player they drafted him to be. Uh, and he has been, really. Barkley but has been since He's been the getting beginning. some more space to run. And God, that guy's impressive. I think Eli Manning is starting to look more like Eli Manning. I don't think, like you were saying, his season stats aren't going to be that bad at the end of the season. You know, they never really are. It's the interceptions, you know, will get him a lot of times. But no matter how bad you think his seasons are going, if you look at the stats overall, he's generally in the top 10. On the flip side, I mean, Philadelphia's due. I mean, Carson Wentz is supposed to be MVP quality quarterback every single year. All the weapons. They've got Ertz. They've got all those wide receivers. They added Tate. They got Jeffries. They're well, their running. ground game is in shambles right now. Right. I mean, uh, their offensive line is not what it should be. No, no. Which is why the running game is probably not so great. These guys are getting hit hard and getting hurt. And their secondary hasn't been playing well. When, when, you're, when you're hoping to get a 34-year-old Darren Sproles back, <laughs> Just so you can get some, you know, that's yeah, not a good sign for your running game. It's really not. So I cannot believe I'm saying this, but uh, give me the Giants yeah. on the road. Yeah. Hardly, taking you know. all the road teams. This and week, also huh? the Eagles, if Philadelphia is hardly a road game for the Giants. It'll be a 50-50 split in that stadium. That's also true. Um, and yeah, I like the uh, I like the points there. Six. I think Philly had it had their year last year. Obviously, I think they're gonna be. They have a dynasty moving forward. They were just decimated by inju- decimated by injuries too much this year. Yeah, not having their starter in the beginning it seems hurt them a lot more than the, I thought it was going to. Right. Yeah, they're probably the biggest disappointment. Not only because they won the Super Bowl last year, but they really looked bad. They yeah. really looked very bad in a lot of games. Uh, all right. There's what still some bright p- spots there. I mean, you know what you have in uh, even your fifth and sixth string running back now. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Next game, we got in-state rivalry, Cleveland versus Cincinnati. Uh, Cincinnati is only favored by three points here. Uh, what do you guys think on this one? I kind of – I mean, I've been high on Cincinnati all season, but week in and week out, last few weeks, they've kind of disappointed and not been able to cover these spreads that they've been given. So Really? They disappointed since A.J. Green went down. That's so, true. Which is he, to be expected. I just think of all of the big wide receivers, if you think about it, like Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, right? um, A.J. Green. A.J. Green might be, at this stage, the most crucial weapon to his team. 
uh, Odell. Well, Odell probably would be. You know, but yeah, you're right. The Steelers have Juju, and he looks like a number one wide receiver also at this point. Yeah, you're right. A lot of these other passing games, they can substitute other people in there. Um, well, and also, yeah, the Bengals are very reliant on the pass. I do like uh, Ross has come on, the former first-round pick. That's what they were looking for in him. Yeah. Maybe eventually they get A.J. Green back. They put one on each side. They look good. Uh, I don't know. I, I think that this is the this line is a little off. I like the Browns in this game. I think it should be closer to a pick 'em. I think the Browns are going to run all over this defense. I agree. I think the Bengals are going to have a huge issues trying to pass, and their running game is not really that impressive. The go Bengals' defense well. is really underrated, though. Underrated, sure, but they're not great. No, they're good. They've always been good. They've always been very solid and consistent. Um, mm. And this is a nasty division rivalry between two teams that really don't like each other. A little, and, uh, I'm sorry. and they really know each other. A little uh, breaking news here. Uh, Adrian Beltre retired after 21 glorious MLB season. Did yeah. you guys hear about that? Yeah, like six hours ago when it happened. Really? Nice. I got the <laughs> notification eight minutes ago. I think that was even on our podcast topics list, by the way. Was it really? <laughs> it might be. I don't remember. I might, have, I might have added it this morning. Well, congrats to Adrian Beltre, I guess. Well, that goes back to the conversation we had last week about guys in the 90s who are still playing. So whoever yeah. had him is out. So out. far, my pick, Bartolo Colon, still playing. No, Vinatieri. All day long. That's the best bet. Mine is really betting with my heart. Yeah, well, we know how far that gets everyone betting with hearts. Especially when you're a Lions fan. Or a Michigan State fan. <laughs> well, let's Tigers get back fan. to it. But let's right. get back to the game. We have got uh, – I think we're all taking Cleveland here, despite the fact that I've been high on Cincinnati for pretty much every week. Well, you have been. I, I'm generally low on them. I'm high on them. And so, I have been, except for this week. I like Cleveland. Yeah, I like Cleveland. I think this should be a pick quite frankly. And I like. Uh, I think Cleveland's going to walk this game pretty easily. Next Mac up, we got um, New England versus the Jets, right? Nine New and a half. Minus the Jets, nine and a half. That's a lot of points in a division rivalry game. Yeah, Although, but the Jets are yeah, trash. Rex Ryan ain't coaching the Jets anymore. Their We're, defense is not where it needs to be. It the isn't. Patriots coming but off a bye. They still have that great. They've got that great um, safety play. There's a lot of pieces on their defense. I mean, their offense behind San Darnold. Look, this is definitely not going to be the Jets here. No, they were gonna, they're going to have their year soon. They look really good in a good spot to grow. I agree. And as uh, my, a lot of my family's Jets fans, so I'm happy to see that they're going to get some some uh, some positivity coming in. But it's not going to happen this year, and it's not going to happen this weekend. I we can't see, believe we this, see this is this not a, a double-digit spread. We see this a lot with teams that uh, with second-year quarterbacks. If you think about it, Goff, terrible his first year. Mm -hmm. Second year really came Talked about on. this last week also, yeah. yes. Trubitsky as well, same thing. And I think uh, Darnold is going to be a year two. Yeah. He's going to be his year to shine. As most guys are, like, you know. There's a lot of outliers, though. And, you know, you can't you can't use the exception as the rule, right? You can't. No. Look, look at Mahomes. I mean, he didn't even play in his first year and. He's lighting it up his second year, right? That's true. That's true. He might as well be a rookie, right? He might as well be a rookie, although coming out of that system in Texas Tech and not understanding pro ball, they didn't even run huddles there. You remember that whoop-de-whoop -whoop offense? They would all come up to the line, and the coach, and then everybody would simultaneously look at the sideline, and the coach would, like, throw up a hand signal, <laughs> you know, and they'd know what play they were running. Right. He had no audibles in college. And now, after a year of sitting behind Alex Smith, who – by all accounts, is a very smart 
yes. quarterback. Yes. I like Alex Smith. I've always liked Alex Smith. Yeah. And Andy Reid as on well. Uh, the 76ers, Jesus. On the, <laughs> the 49ers. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> Alex Smith. All right. Okay. All right. So next game we got Seattle versus Carolina. Carolina is 3.5 uh, favorites, 3.5 point favorites. Um, I do like Carolina on this line. I think it's their week to bounce back from two uh, tough losses in Detroit. Um it, and uh, whoever else they lost to a week before, I forgot who it was. But I, I Pittsburgh. think Pittsburgh. That's Pittsburgh what it was. In yeah. Pittsburgh on that oh yeah, Pittsburgh night murdered night. them, right? That was rough. Yeah. So I think it's time. It's about time Carolina has a fire in their belly, and uh, they kind of turn it around this week against a, a you know lacking Seattle team. Mm, see, I would go completely in the other direction on that. Carolina. Don't get me wrong. I really like them. I think they they can um, push for that wild card spot in that division behind the Saints. Um, I like Cam. They finally put a lot of weapons around him. McCaffrey is playing fantastically. Love the wide receivers. Like that they're getting DJ Moore more involved. The defense is looking better, especially the front seven. But I don't see them winning this game. Seattle is a better team. I don't even see them covering. Seattle is a better team than the Lions are. Seattle is a better team than the Lions are, yes. Yeah, but Seattle's going to Carolina for this game, remember. Right. Well, that's a big thing, Seattle's also a better home team. Carolina's quite a weak uh, team on the road this season. You're right. I don't know. This is is probably one of the tougher games for me. The fact that the Panthers are at home, I I, I wouldn't say that this is the bounce-back week. I think that we're starting to see what the Panthers really are, and they're not quite as good as we thought. But, I think but they're, they're good. Yeah, and I think they're good enough to beat Seattle at home by three. Yeah. So I'm going to side with them this week. All right, next game we got is Miami versus Indiana or Indianapolis Colts. Um, I don't know about you guys. Indianapolis has really come out and, and impressed me these last Just, few weeks. Uh, last week, really. Like, I had the Titans last week. I will admit it. After coming off those two big wins, um, mm-hmm. and I thought the Titans were going to win this game pretty handily against Indianapolis, and Indianapolis came on strong, and they looked really good. T.Y. Hilton looks like he's back oh, to being boy. healthy. Uh, they finally got some running backs out of nowhere, looking good. Andrew Luck flinging the ball around. That defense looks solid, but 10 points is a lot of points. 10 points is a lot of points, whether or not the Dolphins are involved. <laughs> right, but 10 points is a lot of points for a Dolphins team that's coming off the bye. They were a little banged up before the bye, and they had to go out in the street and sign themselves a wide receiver or two. Yeah, I don't know. This is another very tough game. I, I, don't, I think it's too many points, but um, you know, I think India, uh, the Colts will win it, but definitely won't cover. I agree. I would take this on the money line. Yeah, um, but you know who I like? Eric Ebron. I feel like it's only taken one trade away from the Lions for him to come become a top five tight end. Sound yes a and no. He scored that. zero yeah. fantasy points last week. Zero. He had been doing great. Yeah, yeah. Well, one I mean, bad like, week. You put up a donut every once in a while. Especially at tight end. It's not going to take. Yeah, especially at tight end in a game where you really need the run. But uh, I, I, would, I don't take anything away from him because of that. Uh, I don't he's either. A fantastic player, but I don't think him enough is anything. No, no, he's not the heart and soul of that team for sure. All right, I guess we can just move on to the next game here. Uh, we got Green Bay at Minnesota. This is another rivalry game in uh, in the same division here. Uh, who who do you guys got winning this one? Minnesota's been lacking. Green Bay looks all right. Aaron Rodgers is kind of the heart and soul of that that team. Well, well, I mean, these teams are five and four and four and five. Five, four, and one, four, five, and one. Okay? Packers still have not won a road game this season. 
And they are away. They are playing in Minnesota. And they've only covered two. Both of these teams are supposed to be good. All right? They were supposed to be good this year. We're surprised that the Bears are so good. Exactly. And this is really the game that the winner can – this is a deciding game. It has to be a statement game for who we're actually going to take seriously in this division for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Quite frankly, I'm surprised that this line as well, the way the Packers have been looking, I think Minnesota's a much stronger team, especially on the home on their home uh, field. Excuse me. I'm staying away from this game. I'll take the I'll take Minnesota just because they're at home. I'm just yeah, like Jordan said, I'm just going to completely stay away from this game. Well, I don't like Minnesota. I do not like Green Bay, and I don't trust either of them right now. I guess it's sort of the same thing, but my reasoning, I'm taking Minnesota because Green Bay is on the road. Um, but I hope that this is going to be one of the more exciting games of the week. Right, but haven't we learned about betting against Green Bay Thanksgiving week? I mean, look, these are – then you're getting into the really fringe weird stats. You know, how far back do we go? You know, I, I tend to not report these things, but I see them every day. You know, like uh, Packers are 10-0 and ATS on Thursday night games on the road in the last 15 years, right? Right. Do we care about that? No. 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 So <laughs> – <laughs> All right, well, let's move on to the Monday night game. Finally, we got the Tennessee Titans versus the Houston Texans. The Texans are at home and are favored by six points. Um, I actually, as high as I've been on Tennessee, I like Houston in this game. Houston has come a long way since their first 0-3 start this season, winning seven games in a row. Um, and, and I really like J.J. Watt heading that, that defense there. I think they look almost unstoppable. They look like the Jackson's def- Jacksonville's defense that was last year. Well, we finally got Clowney and Watt healthy in the same season. We've been waiting for it for, what, four years now? You know, you know what yeah. I remember Clowney for the most, and you'll, you'll probably like this, Matt, is when Michigan played South Carolina in that bowl game, and Clowney just absolutely destroyed Denard Robinson. Um, coming up and coming in through the tra- middle. Yeah, he tried to. He transferred from running from quarterback to running back, and tried to come through the middle. Clowney got to the backfield before the. It, it was like before the ball was even. I hyped. don't even know. Yeah, it, and How just it wasn't murdered him. You know, it's funny you brought that up. I just googled Denard Robinson last night to see what he was up to. What is he up to? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he went to uh, he went to camp for the Dolphins, I think, last season. Uh-huh. Didn't even bother trying out this season. You know what I forgot about too that he hasn't played a game since they found him passed out in a car that was like half submerged in a pond. Somewhere. Nice. Yeah. I never heard about that. Yeah, you have to look that up. It's a pretty funny story. I think there's video of it too. I'm sure there was alcohol involved. Probably. No. Probably. But uh, all right, back to the game. Uh, like I said, I like Houston. What do you guys got? It's interesting. You know, I'm looking at this. Uh, the game is off the board right now. Injury, maybe. I don't know. That's usually why they take play- the games off the board. Yeah, There's an injury. At the live odds right now, and that it, it is off the board. But uh, just taking what I know in the opening line at six, uh, I think Houston is the bet here. I don't know. It's a division rivalry game. Both these teams have a lot to play for. That is true. Houston is at home, though. Yeah. Houston, yeah. I think Houston pulls it off. Hopkins has been playing really well recently. So is that defense. And also, let's not forget Mariota. Not yeah, the healthiest right up. now. That's true. But, uh, yeah, you're right. This is a huge AFC South game, and both teams need this win. But I think Houston comes out on top, and I'll give them a touchdown. Okay. Uh, I agree with you. Well, that's all we got for the NFL. You guys have anything to say about college? Ohio State almost lost. That was funny. I can't believe they went for two on that play. And you know what the crazy thing was? Is that they should have gotten it. Right. 
The guy was wide open. I think that was the worst two-point conversion call in the last decade that I can think of. Wait, no. Who was the pro team that called win for the two-point and just lost? This that was week? a bad one, too, this week. But that's different than, like, you upsetting was Ohio Lions, State. right? A week. Uh, I can't remember. What? It was a poor call, no doubt. But it I think bad. that this is this is a completely different. This is, You're talking a top-10 team getting beat week, what, 12? Yeah, by 12. Nobody? Nobody. Could have had it. it. Yeah, they could have had it. They could have had it. That would have been a huge upset. That would have solidified Michigan's spot in that top four. They're they're the only ones that can mess that up at this point, quite frankly. Michigan? Yeah. I don't think so. I think Georgia could mess that up. I think Alabama. If they beat Ohio State, they're that's the only thing they have to do left. That's it. Then the and the really thing that pisses me off that sucks, Michigan fan. That if Ohio State lost that game, Michigan would have walked into the Big Ten Championship because they would have had to play Northwestern. Yeah. Which, albeit a team that looks better than I thought they were going to be, but at this point in the year, they're no match Would They for started the season like 0-2, 0-3 or something, Northwestern, and then they just made this run beating ranked team after ranked team after yeah, ranked team, and good. now they're in the top 25. They were. I'm not sure. Oh, they, they did are. they win this weekend? I'm pretty sure they dropped out, but don't Got quote it. me on that. Uh, but I will also say that Maryland has put up a tough games against the big teams also. Maryland's like 3-7, and seven, though. But those three games they've won have been against good teams, I believe. I, okay. Or at least they put up a fight. Well, Maryland's just had a struggle of a season what? with that whole uh, one of their teammates dying and then their coach getting uh, on leave. And then he got reinstated, and then a day later he got fired. So uh, they're working through some stuff right now. I don't really see them coming on, coming a long way. Maybe next year with a little bit more solid of a coaching staff, they might do something. But you're right. I think Maryland does have a great team. They did have a lot of potential this year. Uh-huh. But with all the drama circulating around their program, I just don't think it was ever possible for them to do much this year. I agree. Now, sticking with the Big Ten, another big news story, I guess, this week is Ohio State's first time they're an underdog in the last 51 games. Against Michigan. Up, against Michigan. Wow. No, they're against anybody. Wait, they the play this Saturday at what time? That's a night game, yeah? I don't believe so, but I could check real quick. You definitely should. have to watch that one. Oh, yeah. That should be a good game. Oh, Michigan that's always, that's always a good game. Always. No, nope, that's it's one, 11 a.m. our time. Oh, why would it not be a night game? Why would they Michigan not? rarely plays night games, actually. Why is yeah, that? I know they do. Because uh, they, I don't know. Because well, for a long time, they didn't have lights in their stadium. Yeah, that's, I was so about they to say. Put the, they put them up a few years ago. Actually, the Wisconsin game. But still, game they don't like using them. Game. They don't like using them. Yeah, no, it's very, it's very unusual. I think uh, they had a Penn State night game a few years ago. Plus, yeah, are they in Ann Arbor this year? Or are they in? They're in. Uh, they're in Ohio. Yeah. So I, then I have no clue. So why that's even crazier. Yeah, I'd love to go back crazier. and look to see the last time Ohio was a home underdog. Right. Wow. Uh, anyway, so what do you think about this game? Oh. I mean, we know what I think, so I'm just gonna shut up. So. I actually kind of, I have really no say in this game. I hope they both lose. <laughs> <laughs> that's bad. That can't happen. But I would honestly, just because Michigan is where they are right now. I kind of just wish that Ohio State just comes and wins. Knock yeah, Michigan they, out of that they never top get to four. beat Michigan. I was kind of hoping Michigan would win this just because it has a lot of implications. I don't want to see Michigan in the playoffs. I'm just kind of a Salty. dick like that. Why not? Because I'm a Michigan State fan. You never – I mean, you just don't. I mean, if they do make it to the playoffs, I will probably root for them just because Big Ten, my state. But There you go. See, my dad, that, my dad put that in me when I was younger. He was – if Michigan was out – which didn't happen a whole lot back in the day. He he was always big on rooting for the other Big Ten teams, especially when they were playing big conference, big other right. conference teams like uh, Florida State or 
whatever back in the, like right. Nebraska. Uh, so yeah, I mean, if, if they do make it, but it, yeah, fine too. there's not many times that I'll root for either one of these teams. I'll tell you that Michigan or Ohio State. I hate them both. Right. Um, but and this week, I think I almost got a root for Ohio State. I mean, last week Disgusting. they struggled though. They, they struggled, struggled like That's hard. Why I think this goes to Michigan. Urban Meyer on the on the sideline was freaking out. Did you see him? Yes, it was funny. It was hilarious. Uh, well, Michigan didn't look that great this weekend either. Not great. Um, the one other thing too, another team that didn't really look that great, at least in the first half, Alabama tied seven seven with Citadel. Ten ten is at half. It was ten ten at halftime. Was it ten ten? Yeah. They just blew them out. Forty. You know, me and my me and my coworkers were talking about that. We almost think that because did you see the pregame interview? Mm. Nick Saban was like, "Oh, we got to be careful with the Citadel. They're a tough team. They're a tough team." Blah blah blah. So we almost think they did this on purpose. And then in the second half, they're just like, "All right, let's light these these motherfuckers up." You know? Uh, I don't know. And the one one thing that really stuck out in my mind was that the Citadel's touchdown in the first half was like a thirty five yard run. And they said that that was the longest touchdown Alabama's given up in a rushing touchdown in years. Really? Yeah, like 34 yards. It was like hmm, something like that. All right. Uh, what else? Do we have anything else we want to go over today, guys? We're doing a little bit. Uh, of you guys hear about that Draymond Green and um, the sneaker thing? Durant? No, Draymond Green and Durant having an uh, uh, argument yes. on the I sidelines. Did, yeah, I think Draymond Green is being made of that. They're already saying. Well, who, which one's going to be gone at the end of the season? Well, did you hear what Draymond said to him? What's that? He said, um, we won without you. We don't need you here. You're a bitch and you know it. Uh, leave. And next thing you know, they're arguing on the sidelines, and they actually issued Draymond a one-game suspension for I it. I got to say, Draymond Green it seems like a really big douche. He's, first no, all, he just doesn't take any it. shit, man. He doesn't. He's a gangster, bro. That's fine. He you doesn't take be a shit. douche and a gangster. <laughs> Um, I like Draymond. He's a Michigan State player, so I can't hate on him. The other thing is is that I saw a quote come out, which makes complete sense, and that was like, this is a non-story because everybody knows this has always been Steph Curry's team. It's well, not, it is. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's not you can't argue team. with that. Look at or, what they've not, done since since Steph Curry's been injured. They went. They, they lost to the Rockets. They lost to – I forgot who else they lost to. But this is a team. Their chemistry depends on Steph Curry being in the starting lineup. Sure. I mean, definitely I'm, I'm referring They're to more arguing like locker fighting room stuff. Because, but, yeah. yeah. Because he's not in there. Which yeah, so is the roles are the, a little confusing to them. Yeah, for That's sure. That's part of – people like to put Kevin Durant in the GOAT discussion. Like He's the greatest of all he time. He's a great He's player. this great shooter. and He's seven feet tall, and he's a guard. I just – he's more soft-spoken and how he leads the locker room. That's and the difference, I don't right. see him being like the leader LeBron James is. Well, That's I, why he needs a staff. I think LeBron James' leadership skills are very questionable, first of all. Really? Yeah. Um, but I would definitely put Durant up there. It's just the systems that he's been accustomed to playing and don't require that sort of a thing. Like leadership? I, no, 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 no. The, the style of play that like a LeBron James had. Or, yes, you know, that is different. He's had strong point guards on his teams who usually are the floor leaders. Exactly. Right? Okay. So... But I absolutely would say that skill-wise, Kevin Durant is possibly even better than LeBron James. You really think so? It's his style of play that differs. If he wanted to if play you, that way, three I think seconds, he certainly could. Three seconds left in the game, finals, game seven. Who you putting the uh, game's tied? Who you putting giving the ball to? Kevin Durant or LeBron James? I really don't think it matters. Well, you wouldn't give it to Kevin Durant because Steph would be right there. That's true. <laughs> He's never had to be that guy. 
It's true. That's true. You know, you, he's again, he's always had he's never really had to be the clutch guy either. Right. And LeBron has had to be the clutch guy. And that Most was the certainly. knock against him in the beginning of his career yeah. is that he wasn't very clutch. Well, he wasn't a particularly great perimeter shooter back in his early days. I saw him take a step back three pointer what, last night or a couple nights ago where he just, you know, no jump, step back, three pointer. Now it's a different story. Money. Yeah. Where he just does that little, like, ankle pop. <laughs> right. Boop. Yeah, like craziness. I mean, he put, he put up 51 points in the last game. 51 points against Miami. Well, he's going to have to well, keep doing Miami. Miami's struggling terrible. this year. Also the true. Cavs are like – the Cavs are struggling too. They're like 2-13. and J.R. Smith came out today and said that the Cavs have a plan together just to lose. He really wants out. He wants out. Obviously. Guy. Yeah, but where's he – who's going to pick up J.R. Smith? Who's going to pick up J.R. Smith? Which team in the NBA is going to pick up J.R. Smith? I think anybody who needs a 6-7 player. J.R. Smith's a very good player. J.R. Smith's a great defender. Great One. defender. He's a very good perimeter shooter. I would, I, For the right price, yeah. most teams would want it. I agree. I think he would be great on the Lakers, actually. I do, too. And he's always played think, well with you LeBron. You think LeBron's going to want J.R. Smith back after last year? Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's kind of a that kind of a thing, yeah. I don't. I don't think they really hate each other. Like Kevin well, I Love. I don't think no they way. hate each other, but after that, you know, that the confusion. Yeah. Oh, whatever. That shit happens. <laughs> that was funny. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys got anything to mention before we call it a day here on the OBG podcast? Uh, no, I think I'm good. I was. Jordan's say, uh, already halfway out the door. It's his day. It's all of our day off, actually. Jordan's day off is more important than ours, apparently. Clearly. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so tune in next week. Hopefully we'll have our announcer back from the verge of death. If not, uh, we'll be looking to hire We miss you, Dave. Yes, please, uh, applications. applications You've been listening to OOBG Radio, the leading destination for the best sports and betting analysis podcast. Check in each week for more on sports news and forecasting. Don't forget to check us out on your favorite social media website and on OOBG.com.